Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and everyone welcome back to the Arabic in 60 Step YouTube channel. I've missed you guys dearly. I know it's been a long time since I've put out any videos. We have had a really big move with my family and everything. Obviously as you can see we're in a new environment. The office is looking a bit ropey. The acoustics are probably awful in the new office because we haven't got any soundproofing or anything yet but um, I thought enough is enough. It's been long enough that we haven't continued with the series of Layla with Vib or Layla and the Wolf aka Little Red Riding Hood and I thought it was about time that we put out episode 10. So we will continue this now from now inshallah. Every single Friday we'll continue with these episodes and I'd like to thank you all very much for your patience. So we have some announcements but maybe we'll do that at the end um, just so we can get straight into the meat of the actual lesson that you guys want to do. So let's continue with it inshallah. As um, requested by the students we will read through the whole thing. Very nice. So let's go from Tawaddada. Tawaddada ilayha dhibu. وَأَخَذَ يَتَحَدَّثُ مَعَهَا لِيَعْرِفَ أَخْبَارَهَا سَأَلَهَا أَيْنَ أَنْتِ ذَاهِبَةٌ قَالَتْ لَهُ لَيْلَةٌ أَنَا ذَاهِبَةٌ إِلَى جَدَّتِي لِأُقَدِّمَ لَهَا كَعْكَ الْعِيدِ سَأَلَهَا الذِّئْبُ الْمَاكِرُ أَيْنَ تَسْكُنُ جَدَّتُكِ قَالَتْ لَهُ تَسْكُنُ فِي آخِرِ الطَّرِيقِ وَرَاءِ الطَّاحُونَةِ الْبَيْضَاءِ قال الذئب هل هي في منزلها وحدها قالت ليلى انها تقيم مع ابنها خالي قال الذئب هل خالك عندها الان قالت له انه طول النهار يعمل في الطاحونه البيضاء قال الذئب هل جدتك تربي الافراخ والديوك والبطه والوزه قالت ليلى لما زرتها آخر المرة وجدت عندها دواجن كثيرة قال الذئب وهل عند جدتك كلاب قالت ليلى جدتي لا تقتني أي كلب قال الذئب أنا أكره الكلاب وهي تكرهني سكت الذئب ثم قال اقطفي الزهور على مهلك وأنا سأتركك وحدك أعذريني لأن لأنني ولأني مشغول بشيء مهم Very nice. So, as you can see we have a big dialogue. We have قال ليلى وقال ذئب So uh, we'll go through one of those things at a time inshallah. So, let's begin. We have the verb توددة Tawaddada is a verb which is usually used with a preposition, with the, with the preposition illa with it, which means to kind of woo somebody, to sort of sweet talk somebody. Tawaddada illa shakhsin, to woo a person, right? To, to woo somebody. So he wooed her. The dhibu wooed her. Tawaddada is a form five verb. He wooed her. Wa'akhadha yatahaddathu. And he akhadha. The verb akhadha really means to take something. Um, yeah, it's used just, just like the verb to take, like, like we do in English. And I've actually heard it used in sort of football, when like kids are playing football, if you tell someone to take the ball, khudh, use the imperative khudh. But anyway, akhadha, if we put this before another verb, it's like saying he started to do something. So if we say akhadha yatahaddathu, it means he started to talk. Okay, he started to talk to her, started to speak with her. Um, but akhadha in and of itself doesn't really mean to start doing something, but when it's before a present tense verb like that, that's, that's the meaning. We actually have two examples of form five verbs in that one sentence as well. Tawaddada and yatahaddatha. Uh, Very nice. So he started to talk with her. Why? Li ya'rifa akhbaraha. 
ليعرف to know the verb عرف present tense يعرف and in this case it's يعرف because of the ل before it in order ل meaning to to know or in order to know أخبارها to know her أخبار أخبار is the plural of خبر which means news أخبار means means your news but it's is used in Arabic to mean like just what's going on I mean like kind of how like in English we might say to someone like what's new with you or something like that what's what's your news uh, Arabic uses that a lot even in its greetings and particularly in Palestine I heard lots of people use um like what's what's your news as a way of saying like what's up how are you good anyway but the wolf is doing this to know her news know her affairs very nice he asked her where you going where are you going so this this might read nicer with the preposition illa before it illa aina anti verhibaton to where are you going but you, you don't need that necessarily just in questions where it's specifically to do with a direction um or or, or a destination it's it's nice to say illa but you don't you don't need it though so yeah the wolf has decided to ask this question with an active participle. You could have just said could have just said aina aina tevhabina but where are you going but but he didn't he said ila aina or aina anti dhahibatun where are you a goer there's actually no verb in the sentence there's just where you a goer but a goer in the feminine because of the tat bolt on the end. Very nice. So let's move down to the third line. Qalat lahu layla so layla said to him I am going to my jeddah. I'm going to my grandmother. To present to her. We've seen all of these words actually already in the pro in, the, in this series, but um, yeah, the verb the verb qaddama in the form to meaning to present something or put something forward. To present to her to present to her a cake for Eid. An a Eid cake, a party cake or whatever. سألها الذئب الماكر the cunning wolf ماكر means planning or plotting but um, yeah the, the planning or scheming wolf أين تسكن جدتك where does your jedda where does your grandmother تسكن where does she live from the verb سكن يسكن meaning to live somewhere قالت له she said to him تسكن في آخر الطريق she lives she lives at the end of the طريق, at the end of the at the end of the way, at the end of the road. Wara is a preposition which means behind. After the tahun, the tahun is the windmill, is the mill, right? They lives behind a, a white windmill. The tahun. Very nice. We've seen that a few times actually. Um, I've seen that a few times. It, um, it actually, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous video, it feels like ages ago since we did one, which is probably why, but um, it, 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 does share the, it does share its root words with the food tahini, um, which is like sesame paste, maybe because it's been crushed or something, I, I don't know how it's made. But anyway, the white windmill um, is where she lives behind. قال so the ذئب then said, هل هي في منزلها وحدها? Is she in her manzil? Oh, yes, is she in her manzil? Because it's manziliha. Is she in her manzil? Which means her house. Wahdaha. Is she on her wands? Or, or alone, right? The term, the term wahed. Um, not the, 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 when you say the number wahed, it's with an elif after the well, right? Wahed. But when you say wahed, 
you're talking about someone's aloneness, that they, they are alone in that. When we use that term with Allah as well, we say Alhamdulillahi wahdah or Alhamdulillahi wahdahu. Praise is due to Allah wahdahu, alone, right? Yeah, yeah, like that, in his oneness. Yes. But, uh, but what the wolf is asking is, is she there alone, basically? Or, or if we were to do a crude word-for-word translation, it would be, is she in her house, her one, her alone? Good. قالت ليلى, so Layla said, إنها تقيم مع ابنها, مع ابنها. Is she تقيم, she, she stays, right? The verb أقام, يقيم. Um, is to yeah is to, to live somewhere basically it it, it has its origins in the word qama yaqumu meaning to like to stand up but um yeah it's, it's an expression used to to be resident somewhere with ibniha or we read it ma'abniha because it's a it's a hamzat wasl that the alif before it so we carry on the alif, we carry on the fatha from the ma'a ma'abniha with her ibn with her son Khali, my khal, okay, my, my uncle. Qala dhib, the, the wolf said back to her, he said, Hal khaluki indaha al-an? Is your khal, is your uncle indaha al-an? So ind, we learn the word ind usually to mean having something. Indi qalamun, I have a pen. Indi, um, whatever your age, senawat or sena, I have this number of years, it's used for your age and things like that, but it's, it, in its origin it means with something, that's, that's perhaps its most true translation, the word ind. Um, I mean, it would have read exactly the same if the wolf had said, هَلْ خَالُكِ مَعَهَا الْآن is your, is your uncle with her now, but for variety, perhaps the author chose that the wolf would say, عِنْدَهَا الْآن is, is your uncle with her now? Good. Next, قال له, قالت له rather, she said to him, إنه طول النهار. إنه, إن meaning indeed, who, he, indeed he, طول النهار. طول, and then something afterwards is a way of saying the, the length of something. طول عمري, like my whole life. If you say طول عمري, طول النهار, all day, right, that the length of the day. Obviously, sharing its root letters with the word طويل, meaning tall, the 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 length or, or long, the length of the day, like as in all day, um, he's doing what? يعمل في الطاحونة البيضاء. He's all day. He's يعمل. He's working in the white windmill. Good. قال الذئب. The ذئب said, هل جدتك ترب الأفراخ? Good. Does your grandmother ترابي? It means to raise the verb rabba to rabbi, and it, it does share its um, share its root words with the term tarbiya. When you give your children like upbringing tarbiya, it does share its root root letters with that, and with the word rabb meaning lord. So um, good, okay. But that's um, that, that's a topic for another day. Afrach, very good. So afrach, we're, we're naming different types of animals here. So afrach, um, yeah, afrach are the chickens. Right, a duyuk are perhaps the um, you know like cockerels. Right, a duyuk, al um, bata are the ducks, and the wazza are geese. I forgot that right. Duyuk, maybe duyuk are, are no, no, maybe they're turkeys or something. But maybe they're turkeys. Anyway, they're, they're all different types of poultry. Right. The reason why I, why I stumble over them a little bit is because in various Arabic dialects they actually mean different things. Like. Um, like the term Dajaj is actually used for chicken, but I think the Egyptians like the term Frech instead of Dajaj. 
Um, but I think the term afra, the term um, afrach actually means um, actually means a chick, I think, originally. But um, but anyway, we're naming different types of poultry. قالت ليلى لما زرتها آخر آخر مرة when I visited her last time آخر مرة when I visited her last time وجدت عندها I found with her دواجنة okay very nice دواجنة دواجن means poultry right different no, but it's a plural right so it's a plural for the different types of poultry دواجنة كثيرة I found lots of different types of poultry loads of edible birds there for the uh, for the vib that the vib would be interested in قال الذئب وهل عند جدتك كلاب are there kilab with your jadda are there kilab kilab is the plural of kalb which means dog so are there dogs does she have dogs قالت ليلى جدتي لا تقتني اي كلب لا تقتني the term تقتني from the verb اقتنى i think there is actually a form one actually, but it means to means to acquire something. Um, yeah, but I mean in this case it really just means to own, right? She she doesn't own. Aya any kelbin, any dog. She doesn't own any dog. Good. The Vib said, Anna Akrahul Kilab. I hate dogs. I hate the dogs. The, from the verb kariha yakrahu. Anna akrahu, I hate. Kilab, I hate the dog. I hate the dogs. Wahia takrahuni, and 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 literally, it's and she hates me as well. The the, the using the the wolf isn't personifying the um, the dogs here because the wolf is using grammar, insinuating that the dogs are non inanimate plurals, right? Because in Arabic we have this rule where we treat non-human or inanimate plurals as feminine singular. So, for example, when we talk about houses or cars or um, you know, or phones, or laptops, or clothes. When we talk about them in the plural, because they're not humans, we use feminine singular. So we would use feminine singular adjectives, like jamilaton, if we're saying they're beautiful, or, or in this case, we would use a, a feminine singular pronoun, like here, um, yeah, and conjugate the verbs in the, in, the, in the feminine singular, like takrahu. But in this case, takrahu ni, they hate me. Or in terms of grammar, she hates me, but, in English, we call dogs they. Good. Wasekatet. Wasekate, not sekatet. Wasekate. The verb sekate means to go silent. A The zib went silent. Good. Thumma zuhura. Then the wolf said, pluck the flowers. Pluck the flowers. Ala mehlik. Dispression ala mehlik is um, sort of in your own time, or do it slowly. Good. Very nice. I will leave you. So there's a few things going on in this little, this little package. Um, so we have at the beginning, which is future. From the verb So will I leave? I will leave you. I will leave you. And the verb will stop. Urdurini. Urdurini. Very nice. So Urdur. Um Urdur means to excuse. Right. A Urdur is actually a, an excuse. There's a nice expression that um that I like in Arabic, which is Al Urdur Akbah Minadhim. My Arabic my Arabic teacher at university, 
used to say this all the time when people had excuses for not doing their homework or being late and things like this. He would say, that the عذر, the excuse, is أقبح, is uglier than the sin itself. So for example, we'd have someone come in, they've done that and they've not done their homework or whatever, and their excuse would be, um, I was at the club last night, not, not in Palestine, it's like in London, right? It'd be like, I was at the club and, um, you know, I was at home with my mates and we played FIFA till, till two o'clock in the morning and then I fell asleep. And that's why he was late and didn't do the homework and he'd say, you, it would have been better for you to have just said that you didn't do the homework. But your excuse was even more ugly than the sin. <laughs> than the sin. So, um, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, means uglier. Qabih is the actual noun, meaning, uh, meaning ugly. You can say to someone, <laughs> and to aqbah min hatta, it's an expression for saying you're you're buzz guy, <laughs> you're 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 ugly. Yeah, you're uglier than in, than until and to aqbah min hatta. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Anyway, urdurini. So um, yeah, this is a an imperative. Urdur, excuse, e because it's in the feminine. He's saying urduri, excuse ni. Urdurini, excuse me. Okay, urdurini li anni because I. Am mashghul bishayin muhimmin because I am mashghul. Um, hence the term shughul means work, but mashghul means busy. I am busy bishayin muhimmin with an important thing. A shay means a thing, and muhim is a very useful, a very useful word, just meaning important. We use it just like we do in English, muhim, and it can even be used in uh, in Arabic as a way of saying. Anyway, you say al muhim. You know, you might go on a tangent, like I sometimes do, talking about people being a buzz guy or someone playing FIFA and not doing their homework. You go on a tangent and they say, El Muhim. The, but the important thing is this. It's like in English saying, anyway. Very nice. That's everything. Um, yeah, that's everything for this particular lesson. We will continue these series uh, going forward. But before we end, I do have a few announcements, inshallah. So, um, so the first one, the most important one, is Arabic in 60 Steps Intensive is taking new students now. So we're running another, another program from October, which is in you know, two weeks. We'll start after two weeks, inshallah. Um, we're doing an intensive program where I'm teaching the entire Arabic in 60 Steps program myself. We're doing live lessons with you guys who join. Um, there's a class of only eight to ten students, inshallah, maybe, maybe fewer. Um, there's a few things to sort out with time zones and stuff. We'll, we'll see who's interested and who joins, and then we'll figure out the class times. Some of you guys might have smaller class sizes, because last time we ran it, we kind of um, put people in groups based on their time zones, and that was a good way of doing it. But anyway, so um, we'll do about four hours a week of contact time. Um, probably here where I live now, our weekend is... Um, so we're likely to do our sessions on Saturdays, Mondays and Wednesdays. Maybe two hours on a Saturday morning, and then a one hour on a Monday and a Wednesday evenings, inshallah. So um, yeah, so that, that, that's probably how we'll do it. But the, the objective is for all of you to graduate the program by, in January, inshallah. So it's four months give or take some of you might finish earlier but um, we'll see how that goes and um that's it really it's me delivering the program myself to you and um and that's it you can find out more i'll put the link in the um, description section below if you guys are listening on the podcast um you can go to arabic in 60 steps.com forward slash intensive put intensive all in capitals to make sure you get to the right place that's arabic in 60 steps.com forward slash intensive and it will be in the show notes as well and in the description below as well for you guys on YouTube. So um, good, so that's the intensive program running from October to January. That's four months, October, November, December, January. 
Um, that's the main one. And then also we will be starting our membership soon as well. I've been talking about this for ages, but inshallah, before the end of the month, we'll start um, memberships. If you want to be a super talib, if you want to be a super student um, on this YouTube channel, then there'll be a membership option for £1.99 a month. And for you guys, there'll be some exclusive content for you as well. And what we'll be doing that for is to save up for some soundproofing, some lighting, a better microphone, other equipment that we need for running the YouTube channel and stuff like that. So it's an absolutely massive help. Um, yeah, for any of you guys who would like to support the YouTube channel and get a little bit more out of me as well every month as well. That'll be £1.99 a month. And that's it. See you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.